You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The best way to start your weekend is with Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller on BetQL Weekend on the BetQL Network. Sponsored by BetMGM. And we're back. BetQL Weekend. Ryan Rothstein alongside Mark Drumheller here. We are presented by BetMGM Sportsbook. It's another BetQL Weekend with a lot to to discuss and a lot of money to be made, Mark. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. The smoke has finally cleared. Has it? Right? The smoke (laughs) has cleared. You know, wildfires out here in the Northeast um, really impacting our lives. You know, yesterday was kind of nuts the past couple days. Um, Everything seems to be crazy. Listen, you know, Zion craziness right I mean, that's one way i mean that's it. you know he's getting his closet cleaned out yeah um you know livy risen up baby gronk right <laughs> right what is the right. world coming to i don't know i don't know chris but, paul gets waved yep they're waving goodbye to cp3 where will he land i mean a lot of a lot of news in the free agency world in the nba a lot of news just period in the world and sports world so uh, let's let's try. We and got have... a jam-packed hour, man. Exactly. Boom, boom, boom. We'll run right through it. We're Give gonna... some people some winners. That's that's exactly what we're going to do. Uh, now, just to clarify here, we do record this on Fridays uh, for the BetQL weekend, so we just get everything ahead of us. But uh, Game Four in the NBA is tonight, and you may be listening to us on Saturday morning. So we're going to keep this baby a little bit more macro viewed. Uh, at the time of recording this, Mark, we look at the odds to win this series. The Heat, plus 550. Denver, minus 800. How, how do we see this series shaping up with Denver getting really a commanding win in game three? Uh, listen, if Miami goes down 3-1, you have to feel like this bad boy's over, right? Yeah. So it's, you know, this is a situation in this series. Like, I, I think the Nuggets were the better team coming in and – you know, people didn't know what to think of the Heat after game two. It was like the Heat, you know, stole game two in Denver. Denver, you know, the Nuggets were so good at home. You know, it was a huge turn in momentum, a huge shift in the series. It was like, hey, Miami's finally a viable contender here. And then what happens? You know, Big Brother takes the ball and <laughs> says, nope, you know, we're, we're just going to steal back home court in game three. And now they are commanding, you know, minus 800 favorites in the series and um, I think it's warranted. Like, I think I don't, I don't want to say, you know, anything can happen. Obviously, I don't yeah. want to say it's over, but I think it's pretty close. Yeah, it, it does feel that way. Um, man, I'm just not ready to rule out Miami. But I, I look at game three and it's like Jokic and Murray right now are playing next level. Right. And they're like, unbelievable. I mean, Jokic is unbelievable. This is the most captain obvious statement you can make is Jokic is playing well. You know, he's playing good basketball, but Jamal Murray is playing 
at a at a Hall of Fame level. Yeah, I mean he is he is balling out right now. He is playing at the equal level of Jokic for his position. Their two man game is just freaking. It's unstoppable, Mark. It really is. Right, and we saw Spolstra, you know, make the move, right? You know, in game two, um, you know, put Butler on Murray, you know, get Love in the lineup. But I'm not sure what he can do now. I mean, they just, you know, Jokic and Murray, they they kill you on pick and rolls. They embarrass you on isos. There's really not much, you know, Spolstra can do. Like, there's just a talent discrepancy in this series that I think is going to be too much to overcome. They switch the pick and roll with Marion Jokic, and then Jokic just bullies Butler, dribble, 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 post up, post up, bucket. Uh, they throw two guys at Jamal Murray. That leaves another guy open on the baseline for easy buckets. So it's just like no matter what button, to your point, that Spolstra presses, it, it, it almost doesn't matter. It, you basically have to hope for Murray and the other guys to have an off night, which which is possible. I don't think that's the most absurd thing to, to request, but we haven't seen it very often. Yeah, and that's the craziest thing is, is Denver has been this dominating without any contributions from, you know, Coldwell Pope, you know, mm. without any contributions. Michael Porter Jr. looks completely lost out there. Obviously, you know, Christian Brown um, had the huge game he and was able up. to kind of step up. Uh, because he looks lost out there. But mm-hmm. it really has been the two-man show with Murray and Jokic, and I don't know if Miami's going to have an answer, even in Game 2 in that win against Miami. And that's why, you know, I was on Denver in Game 3 was, you know, Denver started off sluggish. Miami, you know, came out quick, and then Denver got came up right back, got in control of the game, was winning by I think it was eight points going into the fourth quarter, and then just – took their foot off the gas, and yeah. Miami capitalized. We give Miami credit. They shot 48% from three-point range. They capitalized. They got the win in Denver. But it did have a little bit of feeling of, uh, okay, like, we let you in, right. you know, but now the party's <laughs> over, right? Yeah, it does feel that way. So a uh, couple more points here before we move uh, move onward to some other plays and just uh, news this weekend on, on BetQL Weekend. We have – Series prices, so correct series results. The Heat to win in seven right now, Mark, is 11 to one. And then I'll also throw out the Denver Nuggets to win in six, plus 325. Right? Both of those are intriguing to me because you say to yourself, all right, can the Heat get one more game in this series? Uh, and then Denver ends up taking it in six. Pretty, you know, decent value at plus 325. And then you say, all right, if the Heat somehow pull off the, the unthinkable right now and win this series, it's going to be in seven games. So that's why I threw out that price at 11 to one. Either of those intrigue you. Maybe there's something else I didn't bring up that intrigues you. Yeah. I think six makes, makes a lot of sense. Like out of those bets, like the Mm -hmm. nuggets getting it done in six. I feel like the longer this series goes, the more advantage is to the nuggets. um, Just because they've played five less games since the end of the regular season in Miami. Miami's been in these wars. They just got out of a seven game series. Um, fatigue obviously going to be a factor, especially when you're playing in altitude. I think if, you know, Miami is going to win another game in Denver, it's going to be game five. It's not going to be game seven because again, you know, longer the series goes, the more it benefits Denver. But, um, I think there's still a real possibility. I have a a Denver minus two and a half games ticket that I think is still very strong. I think this thing probably gets done in five games. But um, if it doesn't, I think it could easily get done in six with Denver, you know, winning on Miami's home court. 
Uh, it's going to be interesting. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it, just for us to project ahead real quick, uh, trying to look into our crystal ball as this game's Friday night and we're recording just before tip-off here for game four. If Denver wins, how do we look at the betting angles for game five and then vice versa? If Miami somehow wins and ties it up, how are we looking at any betting angles for game five? Yeah, I think the same way. Okay. You know, because it's going to, there's going to be a lot of motivation on the Denver side to win game five regardless, right? So if Denver wins, you know, they're up 3 1, they're going to want to close it out at home. They're not going to want to come back to Miami. This is their first NBA championship. They're going to want to do it on their home floor. Um, and plus, I think at that point, like if, if Denver goes and wins two in Miami, in South Beach, I, I think Miami knows deep down inside that they're not going to be NBA champions. You know, as much as, you know, they can yeah. put on the front, <laughs> I, I think that's the case. So I think either scenario really leads to a lot of momentum for Denver. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, right now, game five has all signs pointing towards Denver. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, game four, this is Miami's game. If they're going to somehow extend this series and make it interesting for a little bit longer, they have to win game four or else they could be doing one, two, three Cancun uh, game five. Yeah. Now the Denver. spread will probably be somewhere around, you know, you would think, you know, eight and a half, yeah. nine points could be up to 10 if Denver's, you know, super dominating, um, you know, t tonight in game four. I think that's where you have a conversation, right? Like, you know, if Denver wins, I would be much more willing to lay the 10 points in game five in a closeout game as opposed to where if Miami wins and now we're going back to Denver 2-2 for a pivotal game five, um, I would probably be more willing to take the heat, you know, with the points in that situation, even though I expect Denver to win. I think it'd be a much more competitive game. All right, let's go to the ice here for a few minutes. As the Florida Panthers, and, you know, we were talking about this before we, we started this bad boy live, the Panthers and the Heat, they're just the identical stories here uh, as the Panthers somehow pull off a win in overtime in Game 3 to cut the series lead in half, 2-1. to one. Uh, It's been fun, man. Can the Florida Panthers win this series? I don't think so. I think this is another let-you-win game. Like, this is another, just like, you know, the Heat in <laughs> like Game we'll, 2. We'll give it to you. Where, well, they'll not give it to you, but it's like, you know, you're playing your older brother. He kind of lets you in the game. He's having a little fun, and then it gets away from him, right? And that's what we saw, you know, for, with Denver in game two against the Heat. You know, they get outscored by 11 points in the fourth quarter, end up, you know, giving up a game at home. I think that's what you saw last night. Vegas had control of that game, up two to one. I think Florida only had, correct me if I'm wrong, four shots in the third period. Yeah. Um, and But one of them was the tying goal, and then they got all the momentum, took it to overtime, and got the win. Yep. But I really like Vegas. Uh, you know, in this next game, especially in the first period. I think they come out and say, okay, like Big Brother's home. We're not going to let this happen again. <laughs> you look at just that that game three, it was all Vegas. It was all Vegas, yet they didn't get the win. Florida somehow just plays some tough hockey. Bob stands on his head, on his head a little bit. Uh, 25 of 27 shots saved for the Florida Panthers netminder there. You know, can he do that again, or can he pull off an even more impressive type of performance? I don't know, man. I don't know. And last time I checked, I saw Vegas right around even money for this game. Yes, four. they are even money. Yes. So uh, I think that's a play. I think Vegas first period's a play. Like I said, I think they come out hot, man, and, and ready to make sure that they realize they let it get away. They were so close. Just a minute or two. I mean, when was the last goal? Was it in the last minute? or It was under minutes? two minutes. Under two minutes, yeah. yeah. 
Right, and it would have been 3-0. And then, you know, if Vegas goes up 3-0, it's celebration time. It's start, you know, get ready to pour the beer in the cup. You know, where are you going to take the cup when you get it? And all that fun stuff. You yeah. start, your mind starts going there. Like, this is real. We're going to be Stanley Cup champions. And then, boom, it got away from them. I think they come out furious. Yeah. I willing to make a point. I agree. Uh, we're going to get a little bit more into our best bets for, for the cup uh, a little bit later in this hour. I, I don't... I, I, I certainly want Florida to make this a series and I want them to get another win. My, you know, my heart to the side, I look at that even money value with Vegas. They win games one and two convincingly by at least three goals or more in each of those games. They have 12 goals combined in games one and two. We talked about game three. All signs point to Vegas. And that's why I feel like also Florida can somehow steal it. <laughs> right? Just because that's how it's been. All... Everybody's not going to be right all no, the time. Exactly. But we can get a little bit more into uh, you know the cup and that matchup coming up uh, in, in the in the coming segments. Some other big stories: Chris Paul waved goodbye in Phoenix. That's certainly something. Yeah, no, thank you. Right, Frankie yeah. Vogel comes in and and Chris Paul goes out. I think it might be the right move. I mean, it, it depends what they do with that money. No whispers that you know. Lillard could be, you know, a, a target there. Obviously, that would be awesome if they were able to do yeah. that. But I just think that at this point in his career, like, I'm not sure Chris Paul, I think that money kind of holds them back a little bit more than the value that he brings, especially when it comes to playoff time. No, absolutely. If you can get younger, it just makes sense. You don't need mm -hmm. to pay him that type of money when you have guys like uh, Kevin Durant and Booker. Uh, leading the show, but it is going to be interesting to see where Chris Paul ends up. Um, certainly in the back end of his career, certainly in the back nine. I mean, where would he fit? That's the part that I don't really get. I tried to think about this and I'm like, it, it, he obviously wants to win a ring. It's going to be a contending team, but what kind of team like needs a point guard that has the skill set that Chris Paul's going to bring? Yeah. It's very tough to find a fit. And like, I couldn't really. What type of role is he willing to take? Right. Right. Like, is he willing to say, you know what? I'll come off the bench. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll be six man. I'll lead the second unit. I'll play 25 minutes a night. Yeah. Uh, that could open up some opportunities. You know, Zach, our producer says Celtics, they need a real point guard. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know. Boston. I'd rather have smart. I think I'd rather go to wow. war with smart. Smart plays good defense, man. He, he listen. I don't know. He's not really a point guard in the sense of Chris Paul, though. But I don't think that's the issue with that team. I agree with that. Do you? Like, no. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to see it because I think it makes them worse. So, I mean, sign me up for that. But yeah. I, I don't know if that's a great move. Lakers, you could see him going to the Lakers with LeBron, taking a step back, running the second well, team. right. He could know? do that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, certainly a big story among many. James Harden's torn on whether to come back to Philly or not. You brought up Damian Lillard. What is he going to do? Uh, will he ever leave Portland? Uh, just so many stories in the NBA offseason and free agency. And – one other story, we don't talk a ton of golf uh, right here on BetQL Weekend, but the PGA merger with Liv, that, <laughs> I mean, the PGA Tour, they look like complete knuckleheads, to put it kindly, and as, as much as I can put it here with keeping it PG, my goodness, Mark. Yeah, wild. Now, listen, I'm not, you know, deep in the weeds in the, in the PGA. I like, yeah, I'll put on golf. I'll watch it, you know, live bet it sometimes if I see, you know, some drama mm -hmm. coming down towards the end or whatnot. Um, you know, sometimes I'll tail some people I really trust, you know, mm -hmm. with some top 20 stuff. Um, but 
this is this is wild. It I is. mean, this is this is crazy, and it's just it's all about money. Money wins, and, and they're trying to backtrack now and do a lot of like they're trying to sell this, and they're like, oh no, they're really not going to have control. Well, we're going to be making all it's decisions. Good for the game. The name is not going to change. Um, you know, I listen. I've been in business long enough to where I understand that money makes decisions and people sell them. And that's what you're seeing going on right now. You know, whatever, you know, these investors want, that's what's going to happen with the game. And that's what started this whole thing. Liv was just backing up the Brinks trucks, uh, offering tons and tons of money to, uh, you know, lure some of the top names out of the PGA Tour and into Live Golf. But, all right, we'll take a quick timeout, our first time out here on BetQL Weekend. Ryan and Mark hanging with you. We'll continue to dish out some of our best bets for the upcoming weekend. Stay tuned. Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller will be back on BetQL Weekend on the BetQL Network, sponsored by BetMGM. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Start your weekend betting off right with BetQL Weekend with Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller, sponsored by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. All right, it's the weekend, and we're here to have some fun and also make some straight cash homie. Welcome back, BetQL Weekend, presented by BetMGM Sportsbook. Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller here with you. Uh, just like we are each and every week. All right, so let's uh, start this segment off by looking back, like we always do, at some of our best bets and worst bets of the week, Mark. The good, the bad, and the ugly. That's right. Hopefully more good than bad or ugly. Um, the bad <laughs> is usually ugly, but you know, regardless, um, we're going to chop it all up. Let's start with the bad, right? Okay. We'll get, get the bad out of our taste, out of our mouth, and uh, you know, we'll move forward. Um, light week of action for me. You know, now that really? you know everything's kind of dying down, yeah, because I'm attacking these series is a little different, right? So, you know, in the NBA and the NHL, I'm attacking them pre-flop, and mm-hmm. I'm just kind of betting the series more than the game-to-game stuff. You know, still betting the game-to-game stuff, but the majority of my stake is going before the series. So it's kind of, like, limited my action a little bit. But gotcha. um, game one I, in, in Stanley Cup, I kind of went a little bit YOLO. I was like, <laughs> oh, we're going to be getting a ton of shots in this game. And I really liked um, Vegas' goalie, their overshot total. And instead of just, like, staying with that bet, I got this harebrained idea, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play both goalies over 29 shots. 
Mm. And I said, I think there's going to be a ton of shots. There's going to be a ton of scoring. It's game one. Everybody's coming out there. And for some reason, so I ended up betting both goalies is almost kind of like a hedge. Like, oh, I'm definitely going to hit one of them. I'm probably going to hit two. Worst case scenario, I hit one. Um, and what happens? You know, I split because I put money on the opposing goalie. I had all my money on Vegas, them winning. They come out, have to do a great job, win the game. And I ended up splitting those props because ah. of, uh, you know, I, I took Bob over 29 and a half uh, saves. Didn't really make any sense. So that was kind of like my worst bet just because I overthunk it. And I was just doing, you know, doing too much and just kind of like flushed a good bet down the toilet by taking the other side as well. Sounds like something I would do. That that doesn't sound <laughs> like a, a Mark Drumheller move. Yeah, you, you overplayed your hand a little bit. I did. I did. I got a little too cute. It was game one. Got a little bit excited. You know, should have just stuck with, you know, the bets that I had. I had Vegas on the side. And then, you know, I started doing these props. Got a little carried away. Hey, listen, this is why we do this segment, though. We're, we're all human. We all like to have fun. And that's a part of betting. Sometimes you do get greedy. And sometimes... That does cost you, and that's okay. Prisoners at a moment sometimes. Right. It's okay because you can win those greedy decisions uh, as well. So uh, a lesson learned nonetheless, but I'm sure both of us will make mistakes similar down the road. <laughs> uh, one of my worst bets, uh, I took Gabe Vincent over two and a half threes made. He finished with one three dun, made dun, dun. in the last game. One for six. He's been shooting the ball pretty well for Miami. Uh, along with Duncan Robinson, but uh, didn't really come close. Finishes with one. I needed three from Vincent. That was priced around plus 125, so um, not a great bet there. But I had some good bets this week. Uh, I went with Miami on the money line uh, to go for the 2-1 series um, outcome or result, I should say. They cut that series in half. Uh, going looking back, that was one of my better better plays from last week. So Miami money line, Miami plus eight and a half, both of those hit. I also took the Phillies a couple times this week as they're in the midst of a five game winning streak right now. So uh, no breathing, no problem with the forest fires impacting Philly. They're still been able to get some wins here, Mark. Yeah, You're playing right through that smoke, right? Yeah, smoke, right. no problem. Right. Um, I actually have, you know. The Phillies is part of my best bet this weekend, Ooh, so it's going to be go. fun. I'm moving to the diamonds. A little tease for you guys, Love it. Um, you know, as we get into that in the next segment. But my best bet going back to this week, uh, best bet of the week was Denver in game three, minus the two and a half. I loved them in this spot on the road. Uh, yes, during regular season, they were a little bit rough on the road, but they were also winning a thousand games and didn't have a ton of motivation, <laughs> right? So yeah. when you looked at the past three games before that, they won both games in L.A., you know, they won, they closed out the Sun Series on the road as well. So I was pretty confident that they would come in there and say, hey, listen, we let one get away. You know, now we're going to make a statement. And that's exactly what happened. Laying the two and a half was uh, was very solid. Like it, man. Good stuff. Uh, so that's just looking back a little bit on some of our better plays and not so much plays uh, during the week here as we get into the weekend here on BetQL Weekend. Uh, let's shift gears once again and let's go to... Uh, the gridiron, as they call it. The NFL obviously not playing on any gridirons anytime soon, but uh, some news, as there always is. Dalvin Cook on the move. Where will he uh, Where will he end up here, Mark? Who knows, I, man? I know. Yeah, I, I try and These running backs it. are so hard because it's it takes a certain organizational philosophy to invest in these running backs because they're just, you know. It doesn't make sense. A dime a dozen. You know, right. it seems like. Not even a dime a dozen, I think you could, right? Like, yeah. 
with today's NFL, why would you overpay or forget overpay, even pay mm-hmm. for an aging vet at the running back position when you can get someone younger or just do a running back by committee? I mean, there's a million other options uh, that make more sense. Like these guys are having are having to be more than willing to take steps back as far as what their roles are on these teams, mm-hmm. right? Like he is no longer going to be, I could be wrong with this, but I don't think he will be the guy wherever he ends up. No, I don't think so either, but I, I just think that there's a cliff with these guys and it's, you know, it, it's a shame, but it's really hard for them to, to, you know, be the primary focus of an offense, be a starter, like after that's, you know, first contract, like once you get through that first contract, the, the league views them as a declining asset. So, um, you know, as far as landing spots, it, it's hard because you can't look at it like every other position you look at, like, hey, this team needs wide receiver help. This team needs this help. But when a team needs running back help, they could just, you know, sign free agents, draft guys late in the draft. Right. Like they don't really need a big name to do that. So it, it's tough to determine where a guy like Dalvin Cook will end up. Two, uh, two teams that were mentioned from ESPN's Adam Schefter. The Miami Dolphins and the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Miami, I guess, makes sense. Yeah. Well, Den- Williams is not good for Denver, right? Didn't his his knee? I think. Yeah. Monte Williams, like I think that's like a he's that's gonna, a rough break for them. Right. He's going to be uh, on the sidelines, and then Miami makes sense. Denver makes sense, but not in a good way. Like it would just yeah. make sense for Denver to bring in a guy like that in the backfield with Russell Wilson. Um, I don't know, but it, it doesn't really change my my outlook on anything. Hey, maybe they bring him in to Denver. You know, they have him sit in a plane, have Russell do some high knees. Right. You know, see how he reacts. You know, give him a little stress test that way. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a, I, I, that does make sense because Peyton, old school Parcells guy, you know, he's going to want to run the football, right? Yeah. He's going to want to take the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands. Uh, you know, he's probably going to want to trade for Taysom Hill. So, you know, we'll see how that all turns out. But I that wouldn't surprise me. A team like the Broncos wouldn't surprise me. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, like some of these teams that, you know, where he would be a fit. But it is it is really tough. Kareem Hunt, Fournette, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, they're also names that are free agents at the running back position. You know, it's like, what, yeah. where are all these running backs going to be Where are they going to go? It's, I don't know. You know, is it fair to say the running back position is dead? I don't think it's dead, but it's definitely evolved, like, into not a primary uh, focus for teams, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a position that you want to address in the draft, whether it's early-round pick, you know, knowing that it's a, you know, three- or four-year investment, or if it's a late-round pick, you know, or bringing guys in, you know, as free agents or whatnot. Um, Just trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, you, you look at Jets, Patriots, they don't need them. Um, I mean, how many NFL teams, Mark, can we sit here and say their offense is run first? Yeah, Titans. Yeah, the Titans, That that's probably it. You know, and even the Steelers, who I think, you know, want to have a good running game. They have a young quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they took Najee Harris early in the draft, so they're not going to, no, you know, right. they're going to get what they can out of him. They're going to run him till the wheels fall off in these next couple of years. Um, so you you look at it from that perspective, and it gets uh, you know a little more difficult. Jacksonville, the Colts, you know, have Jonathan Taylor, so they don't they don't need them. It's no. hard to find a home for these guys. Yeah, it is. It's uh, curious to see where all these guys end up in the NFL 
uh, as we're still in the uh, the thick of the off season here, waiting impatiently, waiting for September and NFL Week One. But uh, much more sports talk and betting to be made here before that point. So, one other headline: Messi headed to Miami to the MLS. I mean, he signs there, and I saw their uh, their social media gained like six million more followers in the matter of eight hours people are pumped up man huge news um you know and again this this is not my wheelhouse not going to pretend like it is (laughs) but uh yeah a lot of people you know that follow the game were really excited uh you know so it's it's good it's It's crazy sport yeah i guess it's good for the sport uh i think it's just obviously a money grab for him but you know, we'll see how that impacts MLS. Can't get mad at money grabbers. No, man. no, you that's know? what we do. At least know? they're not the PGA Tour. Right. That, that's true. <laughs> There's a way to do it and a way not to do it. Yes. Uh, Messi is We're the way. We're team messy. <laughs> team messy over here. Uh, all right, good stuff. BetQL Weekend. Ryan Rothstein, Mark Drumheller hanging with you. We have Stanley Cup finals to discuss, more NBA finals to discuss. Um, didn't really get into this. The, the Panthers are. Plus 200, 2 to 1 right now. And the Golden Knights are minus 275. We can get into some other offerings on the wagering menu at BetMGM for the Cup as well. But you know, the Panthers being 2 to 1, that's not a. That, that price is not meaty enough for me to say yes on that. No, I don't like it. I'm surprised it's that short. Me too. What are we missing? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I think that you would need, you know. I would need more to take a shot on the Panthers. I just feel like it's a it's a great story. It's a Cinderella team, but Vegas has looked like they're on a mission. So I, yeah. I would need a, a, a much bigger price to get that. Um you know, I, I think Con Smythe is interesting. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know, coming into this series, I think we thought it would be the goalies, it'd be Aiden Hill or Bobrovsky, and then all of a sudden uh March saw, you know, had a huge series. Yep. Ex Panther. Um, he's the favorite now at minus 160. If you like Florida to win, Matthew Kachuk's uh, the guy there. I think he's or maybe a, uh, Bobrovsky. Bob. Right, could be. Right? Yeah. Like if he, they get back in the series. Right, that's what I'm saying. They're going to need him. If they win the series, he's going to have not only one more game, but probably two more games where he's just an absolute brick wall. Mm-hmm. And he's plus 750 right now at BetMGM. That's that's not a uh, a bet that I would hate looking at. Bob plus not, no. And Zach's got an interesting question. So out of the two dogs in the series, NHL and NBA, would you rather bet the mm. Panthers or the Heat? Great question. Uh, which Florida team would I rather bet on right now? I would rather root for the Heat, but I'd rather bet the Panthers. Yeah, I, I agree. I um, think the Panthers have a better chance of winning than yes. the Heat do. But um, I would like to root for the Heat. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Listen, I'm rooting for both those teams, right? I, I want a series in both the NBA Finals and the NHL Stanley Cup. But in the NHL, all signs point to the Panthers as a more realistic underdog to actually get to four wins in the series. Yeah, and hockey's crazy, right? Yeah, hockey's completely like NBA's been crazy this year, but it hockey's has. always crazy. Like yes. you never know what you're getting. Home ice doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Like they're just out there putting the puck in the net. Um, yeah, Vegas can get a three-one series lead, and the Panthers can still win the series. Exactly, right? Like that. Exactly. We, we see that in hockey; it's not completely out of the ordinary. So, yeah, I would say the Panthers are the better bet, the more logical bet out of the two. But, ah, man, I don't know the Heat to win in seven at eleven to one. That's a juicy number that I continue to look at as well right now. 
But for them to win in seven, hear me out. Let's okay. try and think through this logically, right? All right, fine. For them to win in seven, <laughs> right? They're down two to one, right, going into tonight. Yes. So they have to win. They have to win Friday night. Right. But they have to win three out of the next four games. Yeah. Yeah. They have to beat this Nuggets team three out of the next four, two times in Denver. Mm -hmm. So they will have to have, um, you know, they will have to have won three games, three out of the four games in Denver in order to be NBA champions. When you put it like that, yes, it's a eleven and one seems short. <laughs> it's a, yeah, no. but but this is how I look at it, and and you're right. Okay, um, let the record uh, show I am not disputing this, but just to play devil's advocate here, you just got to get to Game Seven if you're Miami, right? Because regardless of what it took to get to Game Seven, once you get to that game that day, as cliche as it is, anything can happen, Mark. Sound like a coach. I, you sound I like a coach trying to pump up your team. Yeah, but I, and, and it will be in Denver where you can't win ever, although they already done it. But, right. you know, just can they get there? Can they make this a best of three by tying it up Friday night? Right? Like, those are the questions that you say, all right, it's not as Herculean as it, you know, may look on the surface. Yeah, I think it, it might it be is. Herculean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's fair. And I just think that the gap, like, when you look at the two teams, because – from a talent perspective, right? You look at the two teams. Like, Vegas wasn't as strong during the year as Denver was. As Florida, you mean? No, I mean that De Denver was, like, oh, one sorry, of the I'm best sorry. teams in the NBA all year. Yes, yes, So yes. the gap between them and the Heat is more. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, we got to get to a break. All right, when we come back, we have our big swings. We have our five-star plays. And we put a bow on this bad boy. Best bets and more coming your way next on BetQL Weekend. Presented by BetMGM. Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller will be back on BetQL Weekend on the BetQL Network, sponsored by BetMGM. Start your weekend betting off right with BetQL Weekend with Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller, sponsored by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. All right, we're back. Here we are, BetQL Weekend, presented by BetMGM Sportsbook. Ryan Rothstein, Mark Drumheller here. We have a lot to work into this final segment, Mark, so let's make it happen. Uh, we can start with big swings, baby. A step right up here. <laughs> Love the old big swings. You came close last week. Oh, yeah, I thought you had it, man. So I thought close. you had it. And then the under did not hit. Man. You had the Miami Moneyline piece right. I, I thought you were crazy for that one. But I, uh, I am crazy. The under, the under did not get home. Did not get home. Um, which is crazy because I did see that some totals up to 219 and a half for that game. Right, at the time of us recording last week, it was mm -hmm. two fifteen and a half, two fourteen. But yeah, regardless, did not come home. Oh, so close yet, oh so far. But so can still we... in search of our first big swing. Exactly. So but start it's us coming off, this man. week, man. I feel like it's hot. I got another huge one, man. Ooh. Plus twelve eighty. 
We're going. <laughs> Let's go. So we're, we're trying to get back the six units we lost the last six weeks <laughs> and uh, pile on another six to give us a little bit of a cushion. But we're going to go to the UFC here. Um, we're going to go Dan Ige inside the distance, right, fighting Nate Landwehr. This is a fight where I'm on Ige inside the distance. I'm on the under. Um, I think this is going to be fireworks. Uh, both fighters are very aggressive, going to come at each other. Ige's the more technical. I think he gets it done. So Dan Ige inside the distance. And then I'm parlaying it with Charles Oliveira inside the distance, which goes off at plus 200. So we're adding that to this parlay. Oliveira has one of the most finishes um, in the UFC history in lightweight division. Just deadly hand submissions. He can do it all against Benil Darius. He's actually an underdog in this fight. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, and third leg is going to be the Vegas Knights, Golden Knights money line at plus 100. So we Ooh. have Dan Ige inside the distance. We have Charles Oliveira inside the distance. So we need some finishes um, in our fights. And then we're going with Vegas money line at plus 100. Total plus 1280. Wow, you're really getting nuts. I love it. Well, I don't want to hit the big swing and then just be ground level again, right? That's what I'm worried about. Like, you know, I'm already six in the hole from doing this for six weeks. So I'm trying to get it back and then some. Well, hey, a big swing to get you even after six straight is still is nice. Nice. But I hear you, man. My formula is how people get in deeper holes. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yes. So we'll see if I can get out of it. But we listen, we always disclaim this. This is just a fun Mm-hmm. Big swing attempt. We're not putting, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, we're not max betting this. Stuff. No, exactly, exactly not. Um, at least we tell you that I am max. <laughs> I'm, I'm not max betting. All right. So my big swing at the time of recording, the Fightins, the Philadelphia Phillies, are winners of five straight games after just a roller coaster ride seesaw of a season up to this point. Certainly underperforming, a lot of injuries, but seems like they could be piecing some things together. I'm riding with the Phils on Saturday night. They are a part of my big swing. So I'm going same game parlay. I'm going three legs, taking the Phils to win the game. I'm taking Casti, Castianos to hit a homer. So he needs a big swing, quite literally, for this to come home. And then I'm looking at Aaron Nola. Nola's expected to get the ball on Saturday night against the Dodgers in Philly. And I'm taking five strikeouts or more. From Nola. So Phil's money line, Casty Homer, and Nola, five strikeouts or more, plus 950. 950 is a good one. I have a feeling we're both going to hit these, man. Wow. I have a feeling we're going to come in next week. You just jinxed us. It's going to be like a little Dawes money we made. (laughs) I hope you're right, my friend. I hope you're right. So those are our big swings for this week's edition. Uh, Let's look over now to our. Five-star plays of the weekend, baby. Upgrade. We had to upgrade them to five stars, man. Three stars was good. Got Not us good out the enough. gate. But uh, we got to upgrade on the five stars. So I'm excited. We're still giving you three bets. You get three five-star bets instead of the one-star bet, the two-star bet, the three-star bet. Um, we're just giving you three five-stars. We're going to make it nice and easy because, listen, my bets are like my children. I, I love them all the same. <laughs> right? I can't rank them. Nice. I can't put them in order. I love them all the same. All right. You say so, man. Uh, start us off. What's your uh, one-star play? You're not going to like this one, but okay. well, maybe you will. Maybe, probably not. But I am targeting the Phillies on Saturday as well. Um, but I'm going to be on the other side. I'm going to be on the Dodgers. First Ooh. five. Should be able to get this at a decent price. Thinking might be plus money with Noah on the mound. Mm-hmm. But going up against Bobby Miller, who's been tremendous, 17 innings. 
um, pitched, you know, I think he's let up two earned runs, you know, in, in, this, in his first three starts um, in the big league. So um, I think he's going to continue rolling against this Phillies team. So I'm taking them, not going to go full game, going to take them first five uh, against the Phillies for my first bet. Wow. Um, all right. So my, my first star, one star play, if you will, um, I was tempted to look at the Stanley Cup Finals, but I'm going back to the diamond and I'm actually looking at this Phillies Dodgers game, but I'm going player props mm. and I'm going over on Aaron Nola's strikeouts. Uh, has been listed consistently at six and a half typically when he gets the ball. So look for Aaron Nola over six and a half strikeouts. He's coming off a game where he had 12 Ks. Uh, some of his recent outings include 10 strikeouts, 12 strikeouts, seven strikeouts. So uh, I expect Nola to finish somewhere around eight or nine strikeouts uh, in his start on Saturday night for the Phils. I love this. Give us some action on Saturday night. Eyes yeah. glued to the TV, watching, you know, no NBA finals. We'll be watching a little bit of uh, Phillies Dodgers. You know, yeah, a little bit of Phillies Dodgers. It'll be nice. Uh, nice to be you know, if they could beat L.A. Just don't do it in the first five innings. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So second five-star bet, I'm going to fire up right here. We're going to the USFL. And yes, you know, I'm betting the Pittsburgh under, as you would think. But that is not my bet here. Um, a play I like even better is going to be the New Jersey Generals plus two and a half against the Philadelphia Stars. The uh, the Generals are two and six, not looking good. But they did make a switch at quarterback, release Kyle Laletta. I think that was the best thing they could have done. He's been holding that team down. They're playing Philadelphia. These two teams played in week five in the most bizarre football game you ever see in your life. Stars won 24 to 21 without scoring a touchdown. <laughs> Kicked eight field goals in the game. New Jersey turned the ball over four times. Very uncharacteristic. The running back, Darius Victor, had three fumbles. It was just a weird, crazy game. Um, but when you dig into the stats, New Jersey outgained them 6.7 to 2.9 yards per play. They were clearly the better team. Philadelphia really banged up, stribbling in the secondary. Colburn, they got some guys that are really hurt down the stretch here. So even though, you know, we're getting we're playing the underdog here at the two and a half points, I think it's the right side. So I love the generals. Um, you know, always love my Philadelphia stars, but gotta fade them and gotta fade them. This is money, this is business. It's it's just business. It's not personal. Uh my two star play, I'm going back to the ice. I'm looking at the Stanley Cup and I'm looking at the total. Mm. I, I saw six for the total and the over priced at even money right now at Bet MGM. And and I say to myself, okay, I'm getting it at even money. You look at Vegas and what they did in the first two games, just absolutely dominant. Uh, seven goals scored and then five goals scored, 12 combined in the first two. Uh, they only finished with two goals in the game three loss, but it was all nights, as we've talked a lot about throughout the show already, Mark. So I'm going to bet on more of a style of play that we've seen in games one and two in this Stanley Cup. I like the price of even money. So I'm going to take the over six goals scored uh, for this game four matchup. I love that play. I really do because I really thought that game three was just a bit of an outlier. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like both teams were kind of sluggish. And then I feel like Vegas got the lead and kind of called off the dogs. And we're like, hey, let's just kind of like, you know, shut this down, you know, get this game over with and, you know, wrap up our three nothing lead. And I don't think they were aggressive as we saw them in the first two games. So I agree with you. I think we're going to be getting another high scoring game in game four. So love that overplay. Ooh. Um. Third five-star bet right here. We're going to the UFC co-main event. Charles Oliveira 
plus 125 you can get him at at the BetMGM app. Listen, this is a guy who ran through the who's who in the lightweight division. He finished all your heroes. He finished Michael Chandler. He finished Justin Gaethje. He <laughs> finished Dustin Poirier. He finished all these guys. Um, and, you know, he loses to Islam Makachev for the title, and all of a sudden he's sitting as a dog here against Benil Darius. Darius, very good fighter. Has won 10 straight, but hasn't faced the elite competition that Oliveira has. I think Oliveira has a huge advantage on the feet in this fight. Um, I think he's going to march forward. And I think Darius is going to get drug into a firefight here. And um, I, I don't know if his chin's going to be able to hold up. So I like Oliveira here, especially um, at this price of plus 125. I have a little inside the distance of plus 200. Wow. But for my best bet, it's going to be Oliveira at plus 125. I love it. I love it. Uh, my best bet of the weekend, man. I got a lot riding on this game, but that's typically how I do things. I go big or I go back All in, home. baby. I go back home with the tail in between the legs. Um, I'm looking at the fills. I'm looking at the fightings. I do believe Saturday they're going to be entering that matchup on a six-game winning streak, five in a row at the time of us speaking right now. Uh, I like that Aaron Nola's getting the ball there. We have seen uh, you know, the good version of Nola in his recent outings. Certainly the good version of the Phils over this past week. So I'm looking for the Phillies to keep it rolling at home with one of their studs getting the ball in NOLA, as we've talked about. So come on, Fightins. Bring home the three-star bet. A little, uh, little Phillies money line, huh? Yeah, why not, man? Why awesome. Not? Yeah. Awesome. So listen, we got some good plays out there. We man. do. And we're, you know, we're incorporating some baseball in there now that we're getting – you know, approaching the dog days of summer. It's not. Is yeah. it officially dog days yet? It's not until after the NBA and the NHL, right? Right. I feel like once the cup ends, once the finals end, then we're just we're sitting around watching golf all day, trying to live bet every hole. Yeah, watching, doing all degenerate stuff. Right. You yeah. know. You know, doing uh, all of our uh, well, no runs scored in the first inning. Yes or no? <laughs> and nerfies and yeah. nerfies or whatever oh they call them. But it's fun, man. It's fun. Listen, the NFL talk never fully goes away. But once the finals and cup ends, you know that ramps right back up. So, And before you know it, it's going to be football season. I mean, listen, win totals out in the NFL, college football, yeah. um, all kinds of stuff going on. So I cannot wait, uh, you know, for, for all that to kick in. It's going to be here before you know it. It's going to be football season, and we're going to be rolling. None of this USFL, XFL stuff. It's going to be the real good stuff. Listen, man, if you can just get your winning percentage from the USFL <laughs> over get to the NFL, over, I wish. that I would know. be nice. That would friend. be awesome. That yeah, would but be awesome. USFL is good, serves a purpose. Yeah. You know, we boost up the bankroll a little bit before we get into the main show when the fall kicks around. Absolutely. So I hope everyone uh, enjoyed the hour here. Ryan Rothstein, Mark Drumheller, BetQL Weekend, presented by BetMGM Sportsbook. Big thanks to everyone behind the scenes. Uh, keeping us in check and putting on a great show. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Best of luck on all your bets. And we'll see you next time. What will we be talking about? The NBA Finals, the Cup, will it be over? Find out. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Ryan Rothstein and Mark Drumheller will be back on BetQL Weekend on the BetQL Network, sponsored by BetMGM.